the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The former chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court calling for an international arrest warrant to be issued for Russian President Putin. Carla Del Ponte told a Swiss newspaper there are clear war crimes being committed in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Vladimir Zelensky was on Fox News Channel special report with Brett Baer last night. Only without victory. A victory of truth means victory of Ukraine and Ukrainians. The question is when it will end. That is a deep question. It's a painful question. Besides victory, the Ukrainian people will not accept any outcome. Zelensky warned uh, that Russian forces are creating a complete disaster outside the capital, leaving behind many mines, even around homes and corpses. This is SRN News. Larry Elder asks Hollywood a question. They embrace the transgender community. They embrace the gay community. They embrace communities of color. What about somebody who thinks a little differently? What about the, dare I say, the individual? Do you embrace the individual and the right to have a different point of view without being canceled? The hypocrisy is deep and it's wide. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. I'm excited to tell you about this. It's SalemNewsChannel.com, a news channel that loves America and isn't afraid to admit it. Watch your favorite hosts like Dennis Prager and Hugh Hewitt. It's available now on Roku and top streaming platforms, or use our free app. Your weather today, mostly sunny and a high of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, then a chance of rain, high of 46. The Narn with Mitch Berg continues. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is sending. Or, <laughs> this is Makey Talk Radio again. The North, uh, great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A. The Patriot. Uh, talking about Republican Party politics in Minnesota here uh, today. I spent the first hour talking about about the opportunity that Republicans have, and the surest way to blow that, which is to focus on internal battling amongst themselves, uh, seeing who's the purest one of all, when in fact, if you are a genuine conservative, I will hold out to you, the the job is to find to vote for the most conservative candidate who can win, not necessarily the one that absolutely matches every single one of your principles 100%. I mean, the time for that is now, don't get me wrong. We're in the convention season right now. We are into, I believe, just about to start up the CD conventions right now. I believe, in fact, CD5 is meeting today. Looking forward to seeing who they uh, announce. We've had a three-way race. We've talked to two of them on the air, of course, C.C. Davis and uh, Shukri, uh, Shukri Abdurrahman, uh, going up against um, Royce—I'm woofing his last name here. Looking for—first-round ballots went out just before I went on the air. I'll be looking for some results during the upcoming break here, but— uh, by the way, I, I someone, uh, Ann from uh, Shakopee, pointed out I may have missed one of the candidates, so let's make sure we got this right. It's a seven-way race. we got Neil Shah, Dr. Neil Shah, who is uh, in the race, along with Mayor Mike Murphy, Senator Paul Gazaka, Senator uh, Michelle Benson, former Senator... Uh, uh, <laughs> Former to say, former Senator Jensen, uh, Kendall Qualls, and Rich Stanick. That's seven people currently in the race that I'm aware of right now, not including Bob Carney. So uh, that's the uh, race heading uh, off to the state convention. Currently, delegates are being impaneled at CD conventions around the state, or will be in coming weeks. I believe the CD4 convention is 
uh, two weeks out, I believe, and then we've got uh, CD5 going on right now. Hopefully, we'll have an endorsement for uh, the person who hopefully go up against Ilhan Omar. Uh, it, sometime before the show ends here with a little luck, fingers crossed. So uh, thanks for keeping me honest there. I, I may have left Neil Shaw's out the first uh, name out the first time. I've actually interviewed all of them on this broadcast at least once, uh, including Stanek, except for Paul Gazelka. So Senator Gazelka, have your people call my people. He's more than welcome on the broadcast, and he's certainly entitled to equal time sometime before the convention. Actually, all seven candidacies are more than uh, more than welcome to come back on the air. Heck, I'll take all seven at a time here. We can run some extra microphones, go out in the conference room, and uh, make it a party. We can have a debate live and on the Narn. You know, I've had dumber ideas. Gee, money, you might want to make this work. No, that's fine. You don't have to jump on here. Just uh, make a note of that. We might have to have an on-the-air debate with all seven candidates live in the Reagan conference room here at AM 12 a The Patriot. Maybe we'll work on that after the show here today. At any rate, by the way, speaking of events, that uh, debates that we were able to participate in, Jack... Uh, Brad and I were uh, were honored to be able to conduct the pre- and post-game broadcasts and a little bit of the halftime show during the Attorney General debate uh, this past Thursday night out at Providence Academy. Uh, it was it was it was an interesting debate, and I'll say first of all we had uh, I've had two of the three can actually of the five candidates who are currently on the agenda right now: Dennis Smith, Lynn Torgerson. Neither of them showed up. Dennis Smith was never showed up, I believe. He said he's going straight to primary. He's not going to bother with the endorsement. Uh, Lynn Torgerson, not sure. She canceled at, um, I know it was the last minute, but she canceled out on the Providence Academy appearance on Thursday, leaving us with Tad Jude, uh, Jim Schultz, and uh, Doug Wardlow, of course, who who ran before. Now, you listen to the whole debate, and we, the debate ran close to two hours. I mean, started at 6.30, ran till 8.30. There was a little break in the middle uh, where Brad, Jack, and I got to talk for a bit. But after that, it was uh, back to the debate, and it was the three of them, Wardlow, Schultz, and Tad Jude. And I, it was interesting. I, I, I found myself for a moment wishing that Lynn Torgerson had showed up just because it would have been at least some substantive difference on policy, potentially, between the other three. Because the three that showed up, Doug Wardlow, Jim Schultz, Tad Jude, there isn't enough difference between them on any substantive policy issue for a beam of light to leak through. They are a a Venn diagram of the three of them on policy issues going by what was on the debate would look a bit like a basketball. All three of them line up pretty carefully. Uh, all, All three of them line up perfectly, perfectly. And by the way, this is a very low bar as, as Jack and Brad pointed out during the, the pregame show. Low bar as this is, any one of them would be better than Keith Ellison in the attorney general's office. Any one of them with one lobe of their brain tied behind their back would be better as attorney general than Keith Ellison. Uh, I mean, pretty boy Floyd come back from the grave would be a better, at least a higher integrity attorney general than Keith Ellison. I mean, the, the comparisons go on. Keith Ellison has done more very deliberately to politicize the attorney general's office, to turn it into the enforcement arm of the Democratic Farmer Labor Party and the World Progressive Movement than than every other attorney general in history. I mean, you look back at Mike Hatch and Laurie Swanson, and it seems like the innocent good old days, they were people who certainly were were committed Democrats, committed DFLers, committed progressives in, in the sense of the term that held sway up until, I don't know, 2000. 12 or so, but they had integrity. They had different priorities, I think, than any of us probably wanted. I mean, Mike Hatch and Lori Swanson's attorney general office was heavily focused on consumer law to the point where they let the criminal practice uh, lapse and and decay into really not much of anything at all because they were busy going suing companies for one consumer protection issue or another. Some of them valid, some of them as I documented in the early years of my blog, uh, pure politicization. I mean, they were, they, Mike Hatch would have fit in in Huey Long's Louisiana in, in some of these cases, but for the most part, they acted with something that was within spitting distance or at least flashlight shining distance of integrity. Both of them had A ratings from the NRA. I mean, they enforced the laws that they wanted to, but they enforced the laws. 
Uh, especially consumer laws and, and, and some of the political laws. Keith Ellison is is acting. He's delivering on what he was paid for. I mean, he, he's one of the big contribute, uh, contributors to his campaign in 2018 with the Open Societies Foundation, which is another way of saying George Soros's political money laundering operation, essentially pushing progressivism into America's institutions. He's also operating at the express bidding of Michael Bloomberg to the extent that there are two attorneys in the attorney general's offices operating under the imprimatur of the attorney general himself, official government lawyers with all the powers and privileges appertaining to being a government officer of the attorney general whose positions are paid for by Michael Bloomberg. In other words, and, and working primarily on climate issues, helping the state sue anyone who steps outside of the bounds that have been laid for them by the metro area environmentalist movement. And so that that is how politicized it's gotten. By the way, this story has been uh, explored here with our good friend Mark Drake over the last year or so here. I mean, this is this should be considered an epic scandal. Keith Ellison is renting out space at the attorney general's office and and renting out the full force of law and state law enforcement to the highest bidder. And when I say highest bidder, I mean the highest contributor for Keith Ellison's political affections. A more elegant term for it is graft, corruption, selling government, all the stuff that Democrats accuse Republicans of. Republicans say, oh, I mean, I mean Democrats say Republicans are, 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 they're saying it right now as we head toward midterms. Yeah, Republicans are supporting billionaires and, and, and doing the billionaires work for them. And of course, you look at th- their state executive office holders and they were overwhelmingly put in office with the massive assistance of Rockefeller money, of Bloomberg money, of Zuckerberg money, of George Soros money. They're projecting themselves onto us. Where have we heard of this phenomenon before, by the way? Berg's seventh law. Whenever a Democrat, a, I should say a progressive, accuses a conservative of some crime against truth, honor, morality, decency, democracy, they are at best deflecting and at worst projecting their own intentions upon us. It's a law for a reason. This is what they do. More on that later on in this hour. At any rate, any of the three candidates up on stage, and any of the two that weren't on stage for that matter, Smith and Torgerson, would be a better option. And that's good because there was almost nothing to choose between the three. And that's a good thing. They're all good, solid conservatives. You had a, a you had the contrast. The, really, the only contrast between the three was the three different approaches to how they want to get your vote. Tad Jude, of course, running as, as one of the great lines of the night. He says he's won 10 elections. His opponents, the two of them, have won one between them. That would have been Doug Wardlow, who represented the district that this station is in back in the Tea Party wave of 2010 for one term. Along with King Banyan, he got swept out of office in 2012 when both chambers of the legislature flipped. At any rate, Doug Wardlow won one election. Tad Jude has won 10. It's been pointed out that Jude won a number of them as a Democrat or at the very least a, a nonpartisan candidate in the early years of his legislative career, what he was, in fact, the youngest legislator ever invac- elected to the Minnesota State Legislature. There's a bit of trivia for you. Fifty years ago, at tw- age 20, he was elected to the Minnesota State Legislature as a nonpartisan candidate, as he pointed out on his broadcast. So he was projecting electability, electable gravitas, experience as a judge, experience as a as a as as a politician, as appearances, uh, I should say, a history of someone who knows how to get things done politically. Doug Wardlow, of course, uh, projecting his history as a uh, as a litigator for constitutional rights, for civil liberties, for especially for religious freedom, working at the Alliance for Freedom as their litigator, and of course his experience running for office, wherein he pointed out that he got more votes than any Republican ever running for a statewide executive office, ever. 
Now, it happened to be in a very bad year for Republicans, 2018, when the Democrats turned out even more votes for Keith Ellison. And that was pointed out by Jim Schultz, who correctly pointed out that while Wardlow turned out a fair number of votes four years ago, by the way, in the interest of full disclosure, I think I spoke at five fundraisers for Doug Wardlow four years ago. Uh, I'd certainly say I supported him. Uh, Schultz pointed out that, yeah, he, he did lose the big election that mattered against the weakest attorney general candidate in the history of the state of Minnesota. That would be Keith Ellison. I, I've wondered about that one, by the way. A number of Wardlow's, shall we say, detractors on the state political scene say you know, he lost the race. It was the most winnable race in history, which, by the way, is always easy for other people to say. Uh, and this, by the way, is neither supporting nor opposing Wardlow. But this idea that some have, and I certainly hope that some of those some are tuned in listening today, this idea that some have that uh, that anyone who loses a race should be drummed out of party politics and shunned and scorned for all of eternity for having wasted everyone's time, uh, have fairly a bizarre set of uh, of priorities, in my humble opinion. I mean, as uh, as Wardlow pointed out, it took Jim Hagedorn three tries to get into Congress. Uh, some other candidate, I mean, took Richard Nixon two tries. I mean, he lost a heartbreaker in 1960. It took him twelve more, uh, eight more years to get there. Should he have been shunned and run out of Republican Party politics? So I, I have to push back on that one. Jim Schultz, on the other hand, pointed out that it's time for someone else to take a shot. Uh, that was what separated the three of them in the debate. I'd love to talk about that when we come back. By the way, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code RAIN. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. 
1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, we know meaningful conversation is important to you. That's why you listen to us every day. But we also think you'll enjoy our sister station, Freedom 1570. You can tune in and hear the right perspective on today's news and the hot topics from respected hosts like Dana Lash, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, and more. Online at freedom1570.com or AM 1570. It's the perfect companion to AM 1280, The Patriot. By the way, just to show you uh, how discerning my, my audio skills are, I listen to Ben Shapiro's podcast at 1.5 speed. That's just shy of getting, putting data out of a modem signal here, folks. I'm here to tell you that is fast. You think he's running at, at enhanced speed normally, uh, even fast. So results are, by the way, uh, thanks to... Um, Anyway, results are in from CD5 right now, which, to best of my knowledge right now, is the first uh, CD uh, convention that I've heard of so far. And I, I, I'm willing to be set straight on this if you're at any other conventions around the state. By all means, give me a holler uh, on uh, hashtag NarnShow on Twitter. Rob Dorr, uh, my fellow CD4 member, is at CD5, presumably holding forth for the Gun Owners Caucus. But, uh, yeah, the results are in. Uh, the first round of ballots came uh, just about the time the show started here. Uh, the first round of ballots, uh, Cicely Davis, C.C. Davis, a longtime uh, favorite on this broadcast, guessed several times, uh, 60 to 39 over Royce White. Uh, Shukri Abdurrahman went out with four ballot, uh, four votes on the first ballot, so uh, she, she got narrowed out on the first. It's a shame. Uh, but uh, C.C. Davis, a longtime friend of the show, they went to the second round, and C.C. Davis won 77-26. I mean, it wasn't even close. Uh, so C.C. Davis is the endorsed candidate to run up against Ilhan Omar, uh, and she. <laughs> it's been an interesting day. Rob Dorr has been tweeting uh, the the aftermath of that vote. Uh, Royce White, the other candidate, the third candidate, who came in and actually uh, looking at the results here, actually lost uh, 12 votes uh, running into the uh, final uh, round, actually, uh, 11 votes, I should say, uh, going into the final round. I mean, a pretty significant mandate for C.C. Davis. Royce White, however... Uh, to quote Rob Dorr, throwing some shade at the endorsement process and accusing the CD5 MNGOP leaders of collaborating to get C.C. Davis the endorsement. And uh, actually, it went beyond that. C.C. Davis hits back saying no one handed her anything, and uh, swaying delegates is exactly the skills needed to sway the voters. And by the way, she's exactly right there. Uh, it got more interesting. Uh, according to Rob Dorr, Royce White accusing the delegates of being soft, and aligning to the liberal and LGBTQ agenda by endorsing C.C. Davis. Says he's going to the primary. He got booze from the crowd. That's life in CD5 for you. Uh, all the best to C.C. Davis, who is always welcome on the uh, on the broadcast. I, I I have to say I was it was a hard choice. My not living in CD5, an irrelevant choice as well, but a hard choice between C.C. Davis and Shukri, uh, Shukri Abdurrahman, who uh, both of whom were wonderful candidates, and I have to hope that uh, Shukri. Uh, stays involved in Republican politics in the Somali community, maybe going for one of those House or Senate seats uh, in in, uh, that part of South Minneapolis. Honestly, that's an area where the GOP needs to have people doing the footwork and and keeping the pressure on the rest of the party up the ticket, quite frankly. So I appreciate Shukri coming on this broadcast a couple weeks ago, and I hope she stays involved. As to CeCe Davis... Well, my gosh, got to get her back on the show. Have your people call my people. You know my people, Cece. <laughs> love to have you on the show again here. Uh, of course, we have to offer equal time to Royce White, I believe, if we're uh, going to a primary. So have all 26 of your people call my people. No, it'll be a good debate. It'll be a good debate. Uh, 651, uh, did I say debate? I know. It'll be a good discussion. All of us. Because uh, the goal is to get Ilhan Omar out of office. Anyway, 651 289 the number to call, should you care to join me here. So we're talking about the Attorney General debate, and someone pointed out that the, the uh, uh, via social media, off the air, said that they listened to the debate. They didn't show up because it was a bit of a hike for them coming from the East Metro, but they tuned in, as all good conservatives did on AM 12A, The Patriot, to listen to the debate if they couldn't make it there. And it was pretty much a full house, by the way. It was great to see the turnout for the attorney general debate. And we could tell there were a lot of people listening to us as well because the social media feed was pretty well um, jumping. I, I live tweeted most of the of the debate. It was a lot of fun, actually. 
got a lot of traffic going on that. So I know that people are hotly engaged in the debate. And a friend of the broadcast sent via social media uh, said that the biggest opportunity that he saw being lost in that debate, and perhaps it was not one that needed to be exploited at that debate in particular, but was it was it was more about reading the polls than about moving the polls. Is about it, it seemed to be much more focused on. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, much more focused on being driven by where the polls are pointing them, and less about pulling the polls over to the to for, pulling people from the center over to the right, pulling people over to the Republican Party and to our point of view, giving people a reason to vote against Keith Ellison, other than he's Keith Ellison. And I get it. I get the I get the idea. I mean, running against Keith Ellison as a person is tempting. The guy's personal life is 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 a candidate for a reality TV show. the The guy's the, the guy has brought soft corruption to a new level. And by I, by the way, corruption I mean with a small C, not legally actionable necessarily. Uh, I mean, in a just world someday, maybe, but no, not in this world. And uh, he's he's certainly made a mockery of the whole idea that that he is the state of Minnesota's top law enforcement officer. No, he is an agenda merchant for Michael Bloomberg, for Mark Zuckerberg and for for George Soros and the rest of the progressive plutocrats of the pocket coalition. That's what he is. And so those of you who know that know that And if you're in this audience, you no doubt would sooner gargle with bleach than vote for Keith Ellison. We get that. But this is a state where 25% of the population will vote Democrat no matter what. And in the metro, it's higher than that. Probably solid 45, 50% would never vote for a Republican no matter what. They could, the DFL could endorse zombie Martin Borman back from the grave, complete with swastika. And slap a DFL sticker on him, include a Borman for governor sticker, and he'd get 45% of the vote in Minneapolis and St. Paul. I mean, just without having to even campaign. So these attorney general candidates, like all the Republican candidates, need to make a play for all those votes in the middle, all those votes who won't necessarily vote Democrat come hell or high water, but see no reason not to vote for the incumbent. Incumbency is incredibly powerful because while those of us who are involved in the political process, and that disproportionately includes all of you out in this station's audience, you are involved in politics, you're paying attention, you have your minds made up, you might be actively engaged in trying to make up other people's minds, both for the actual elections and for the intra-party battle that's going on that started in CD5 today. But you're weird. And I say that with all affection because I'm weird too. I, I stay involved in this stuff for the fun of it. And a little bit of money. I mean, not a whole lot. But I stay involved in it because it's interesting. And while I hate politics, it's <laughs> you don't get to ignore it because it sure ain't going to ignore you at any rate. Point being, the uh, the 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 most um, reset, deep breath, cleansing breath. We are weird. All of us are weird because we pay attention to politics before Labor Day of an election year. The vast majority of the people in this state who are not intimately involved in politics, like this audience, like you out there listening to me right now, who are closely involved in politics because you have some passion for it, some you find some reason to be involved in it. People who are not like you and I don't pay attention until Labor Day, and that's being generous. In many cases, it's probably Halloween. Halloween of election year, the weekend before the election, they start to say, okay, who's, 
Who, who, who gave me the most engaging ad on TV? Who gave me the most engaging ad of the flood of advertisements on the television? Which, by the way, Katie bar the door from about 4th of July on, the, ad, the political ads are, are going to be nonstop wall-to-wall. You can step across Lake Minnetonka on the political ads, metaphorically speaking, on the television. Let's not even get started with the radio. Most people will not start paying attention until maybe Labor Day, certainly Halloween. Some will not pay attention until they walk into the polls. The Republican Party needs to reach out to those people, convince them that the way things are going is not, in fact, good enough. In fact, it is perfectly miserable, and it's going to get worse if they don't start paying attention. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents the unraveling of atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Join us for Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, April 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new science-based evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit and sharp logic will make this event come to life. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing, and it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hope you join me. Uh, so, by the way, uh, Eric Metaxas, I have to say this again here. His Is Atheism Dead uh, tour going on right now, coming to Plymouth on April 28th. Uh, this is, uh, by the way, it's uh, April 28th, coming up at the Plymouth Covenant Church. Go to AM 12A, The Patriot, right now. Get in, get in there, because the VIP tickets are almost out. I mean... Knowing the way these things tend to move, I would suspect that if there are any left on Monday, it, w- it might be a minor miracle. So get, get in there. AM12AThePatriot.com. Go to the Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas uh, event. It's a month away. I mean, still four weeks away. And yet it is uh, the general admission tickets. I think you can still get some get some there. But uh, the, the VIP tickets, I mean, 
they're going fast. Now, there is not a Narn table at this event. And if there were, it'd be gone. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, if uh, there isn't. But they are going just about that fast. They, as, as we say here at the station, they are going Narn table fast. So by all means, get involved. This is going to be a great event. I might try and see if I can pull some strings and get myself out there uh, and uh, check that out here on April 28th. Anyway. We had a caller, didn't want to leave a name, lives in CD5, and justifiably, like any conservative in CD5, uh, feels they need to cover their tracks. That's just fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. He had three really good questions. I presume it was a he. Uh, again, that's been concealed as well. Uh, not for any social reason, just because, well, okay, we didn't get it. But that's fine. I, was, didn't, I don't have any details about the caller, but the caller, he or she, had three excellent questions. Number one, how do you get more involved in the Republican Party, if you really, really want to get involved in the Republican Party in this electoral cycle and in general. Well, the first best chance you have, if you are not involved at all, is to go to caucuses. That's the first Tuesday in February, so that bus has pulled out of the station for this year. Uh, but that's where you go to get elected delegate to your BPOU conventions, where you, you endorse your state uh, House and Senate candidates, and you endorse delegates to go to the CD district and state conventions to vote for governor, for the statewide offices, for for Senate, if there's a Senate uh, race on the agenda. That's where that happens. And then the delegates endorsed there go on to the CD conventions, like the CD5 convention that just endorsed CD, uh, CC Davis. And before that, the, uh, the, the House and Senate district conventions, which happened two, three, four weeks ago. Anyway. That's the first time. But you go to any candidate, you find any can- Republican candidate, if presuming you want to get involved in the Republican Party. But really, this is true for any party. You find your campaigns or you find your local BPOU. Uh, the caller said, I think they're they somewhere in CD5. So there is a CD5 Republican Party, and they will be able to direct you to any of the campaigns in your district, in your House district, you no doubt have a House candidate running for the Minnesota State House. And uh, if you're, say, in Golden Valley, there is somebody running against uh, Ryan Winkler or whoever's filling that seat. Oh, yeah, Ryan Winkler. No, he uh, he pushed up. Uh, uh, no, yeah, Ryan Winkler's running. So if you're in Golden Valley, you have your chance of helping out a candidate who's running against Ryan Winkler for the House or Ron Latz, who went to Harvard. He's running for Senate. These candidates run on volunteer labor. We don't have Soros money. We don't have teachers union money. We don't have Rockefeller money supporting us like every single DFLer has. We don't have public union money uh, fluffing us up. So get in there and volunteer with one of the candidates in your district. I mean, the official candidacy of CD5 for Congress is CeCe Davis. She needs volunteers. By God, does she need volunteers now? She's got to run a primary against Royce White. Uh, by the way, if you prefer Royce White, feel free to volunteer for his primary campaign. That's not not to prejudice anything against Royce White, but volunteer for a campaign. They need every kind of help you can imagine, fundraising help, uh, how homes at which to hold fundraising events in the district is is the bread and butter of these grassroots campaigns. I mean, just having a, people over at your living room to have the candidates stop by, talk to people in the neighborhood, maybe raise a few bucks. That's vital. People to to plant signs, people to do phone banking for the candidates, people to do door knocking if you need some cardio on a beautiful summer day. That's 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 the the bread and butter of grassroots campaigning. Get involved with the campaigns in your district. That's a huge way to get involved. And as you get involved in one campaign, believe me, others will 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 come up and, and, and make themselves known to you. If you're working on a campaign against, say, if you're working with the Sean Holster for Senate District 63 campaign. And by the way, if you live down around Lake Nokomis in Senate District 63, I do strongly urge you to go out and volunteer for my good friend, Sean Holster, who's running for the state Senate uh, for an open seat, by the way, against uh, what used to be Patricia Torres Reyes seat. Well, it's an open seat. It's in a very DFL district, but the needle is there to be moved, and it will be moved through the efforts of volunteers like you. So whatever district you're in, latch on to the House, the State House, State Senate, or Cicely Davis campaign, and they they will find ways for you to help out, and you will have an impact because, by God, the Republican Party, if it weren't for volunteers, the Republican Party would be trolling votes down there with the libertarians and the marijuana parties the second of three questions 
is should we break up the Electoral College or make it proportional within the states, like the states of Maine and Nebraska do? Uh, each Essentially, each electoral, um, each congressional district gets an electoral vote. I'm strongly opposed to that. I'll t- I hear this from a lot of people. I am strongly opposed, and I'll tell you why. The Electoral College is not intended to represent the popular vote. The Electoral College is intended to uh, re- represent the votes of states. Remember, we are not a direct democracy. We're a representative republic, and in this case, it is a union of states, each one of which is, at least in the initial incarnation of the, of the Constitution, in effect an independent country in and, of to, uh, in and unto itself, locked together with the other states in a federation, a federal government. And so we don't have national popular vote. And if we did, it would be a disaster for this country. It'd be a disaster for popular representation in this country because the Electoral College in its current form, where states vote as a block almost entirely for president with their electoral votes, that gives smaller states any representation at all. If we had a national popular vote like some Republicans very deeply, terribly mistakenly uh, pimped for uh, in the last decade or so here and hopefully have been expunged uh, from from the party, or at least had that opinion expunged, Tom Emmer. Um, God love you, Tom Emmer, but your national vote thing just had to go, national popular vote thing. Even if they went by congressional district, congressional districts are popular, not purport, uh, are popular. Every state has them in in proportion to their population. So what that means is states would, I mean, the only states that would get any campaigning would be New York, Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, California, Ohio. Those six states would get all the campaigning because they, and Texas, let's not forget Texas, those states are the ones you need to get elected. No president, uh, no presidential candidate of any party will ever need to care about the votes of Iowa, Missouri, Nebraska, North and South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Arkansas, Alabama ever again. Uh, it would completely make all of the other states irrelevant, and it will focus the entire nation at, at the presidential level and at the and in the House of Representatives as as designed. Uh, but at the presidential level, not as designed, it will focus it entirely on pleasing the majority and governing for the majority and governing to win the majority's votes. The smaller 43 states will become irrelevant politically, and it will be the death of this nation. I, I, can't, I can't strongly enough oppose the idea of, of making electoral votes a, a popular thing, uh, tying them to congressional districts or tying them to the individual vote. It's, it, it'd be a disaster. It would be grounds for seceding from the United States, in my humble opinion. Uh, and no, that question was, by the way, Democrats listening, no, that question wasn't settled in 1865. It was settled in 1776. Feel free to call and debate that with me, 651-289-4488. By the way, fourth comment this person made, I tend to give the number way too fast. Point taken, 651-289-4488. I feel like I'm on national public radio. Anyway, also asked if it would be just as a strategic issue, uh, a good idea to vote for a Democrat, an opposition Democrat in a Democrat district. If you're in C- CD5, and it's, it's not an idle question. In CD5, you have now a Republican challenger to uh, Ilhan Omar, Cicely Davis, who is a wonderful candidate, one of the incredibly charismatic speaker, uh, someone who in a just world would have a serious shot at, at unseating Ilhan Omar. Well, it's not a just world, or at least it's not a just district. Uh, the, the DFL in CD5 has so much power, they could literally endorse Herman Goering, risen from the grave, and get 50% of the vote. They are that DFL. And so Cicely Davis is facing an uphill fight. Now, the fact is, if somehow or other 40% of the vote in Minneapolis does go to a Republican, and likewise the Democrat endorsed in CD4, whether that be Mickey Murray or May Shang, Meal or Shang, uh, gets 40% of the vote, the Democrats will never win another statewide race in this state again. If they don't stay above 60% in those districts, the DFL is doomed. So, on the other hand, now, 
we have a solid, charismatic, relatively well-funded Republican candidate now in CD4. Uh, five, CD5. God willing, we'll also have one in CD4 shortly here. But you also have a protest candidate on the DFL side, Don Samuels, longtime North Minneapolis activist, African-American, uh, longtime broadcaster on KMOJ Radio, which is the African-American community public station in North Minneapolis, who's been a longtime spokesperson for largely community interests, has spent a career being identified as being a pretty solid DFLer, a, a voice of conscience for his community within the DFL, but lately has become such a dissident from the status quo of politics in CD5. I joke, he sounds a little bit like Barry Goldwater talking about politics in Minneapolis and politics and the way the DFL has treated, read, mistreated the North Side. Would you be better off as a Republican voting for a Republican or voting for a dissident Democrat? I don't know. That's something between you and your conscience. I mean, denying your vote to Ilhan Omar and convincing people to vote against Ilhan Omar is the right move to do. I can't honestly tell you. Where do you want your vote to go? I, I say vote for CeCe Davis. Uh, but on the other hand, if you're DFL... Go vote for Don Samuels if you represent your conscience. More when we come back. Northern Lions, Sam, 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer that's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief feel the difference well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Mata Diet. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Hey, it's David McKnight, host of the Power of Zero radio show, heard right here every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on The Patriot. Learn my secrets about retiring successfully, plus strategies designed to pay zero in taxes from my best-selling book, The Power of Zero. Investment advisory services offered through POZ Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Jack Tomzak coming up at the top of the hour. One more segment to go. Ergo, the fun is just beginning. Hey, don't forget my band, Elephant in the Room coming up a week from tonight at the Stillwater Bowl 
Stillwater Bowl, you say, yeah, we were there about a month ago. They love us out there. You will, too. Check it out. It's just south of Highway 36 at Omaha Street. It's a building that looks like a bowling alley because, well, it is, but... There's a bar in there where we play. Also, the food is amazing. I mean, the... uh, the, the jalapeno burger, I think, cured everything they ailed me. So make sure you come out and check it out. By the way, if you've seen us before, we got about 40% new set since the last show. We're dragging out the new music. This will be fun. That's uh, Elephant in the Room live at the Stillwater Bowl next Saturday night. I think we'll be on probably 7.30 to 11.30. We got some guest singers. Uh, by the way, we have guest singers every night because that's our rule. If you want to make a request, go for it. You may have to sing it. People keep taking us up on it. What do you want us to do? Not play the song? We'll do it. So that's uh, that's coming up Saturday night, April 9th. And by the way, that's uh, kicking off of what's going to be a very busy summer for Elephant in the Room. we got a gig coming up uh, May 14th. I'll tell you about that starting later on this month. That's going to be the longest day of my life. More on that when we come back. Let's go to the phones. In, in Ramsey, Stan, you are live and direct on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go right ahead. Hey, how you doing? Never better. Uh, well, that's good, uh, especially these days, right? You know what they say, the worst um, day on the air is better than the best day off the air. So you've got an opinion on Ilhan Omar, Stan. Yeah, no, she's a great fundraiser for the rest of the part or for the Republicans. Uh, it's always good to have a bad example. Uh, and she's a great bad example for what politicians are and what they can be and so forth. Yeah, you may not uh, be able to beat her because of the apparatus behind her, but um, it's like AOC. She just, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Um, We're we're in a position now where we really have to mess up bad in order not to take advantage of all the gaffes and everything that the Democrats have done, because if you leave them to their own devices, they will self-destruct. Um, and, you know, if we just you know, maybe go out there and say we're looking for two-thirds because nobody likes the direction of the company, uh, the direction the country's going, and we should be kind of more bold in not just trying to take over Congress, but go to 66% of it. We're yeah. 60%. You, you know, I'd say getting forward. over 60%, getting at least over 40% would be a huge strategic goal just because once we get over 60% in the metro, someday, God willing, if we can pull our act together and actually get statewide Republicans to come into the city and talk, uh, then the, the DFL is doomed forever. I mean, so that that's that. Now, to your original point, that it helps to have an Ilhan Omar out there and frankly, the rest of the squad out there to fundraise on. That's true to an extent. And there, by the way, it's said about both sides uh, of several issues that they need the issue, say, gun control or abortion uh, are two classic examples. Both sides need conflict on those two issues because without them, they lose. I mean, if the Republican Party ever completely won the battle over the Second Amendment, they'd lose a huge fundraising opportunity all the time. That's entirely true. Now, when it comes to a political district, there's a dark side. That's true, by the way. Uh, The squad is a huge fundraiser for Republicans. And to the extent that it causes people in, say, CD3, 2, 6, to pony up a few more bucks for their candidates to keep the barbarians away from the gates, I mean, if it helps send... Uh, what's her name? Angie Craig home. If it helps, sends rot gut Dean home more. If it, if it sends Tom Emmer back to Congress with a hundred percent majority, more power to him. I mean, the more, but if you're in CD five, first of all, if you're a Republican voter in CD five, the idea that your congressional representative is being used as a fundraiser would, could be taken as something of an insult. Of course, it just adds insult to injury. There's a dark side to that, too, by the way, Stan. And this is something that's uh, been popped up in some other races, especially in 2000, the 2020 election, where allegations were made that uh, some of these Republican candidates who were in districts in other states that were serving as huge fundraisers for the Republican Party were drawing consultant managers from elsewhere in the country who were there to soak up some of that money. I mean, these are candidacies where people are would love to get, I don't know, let's just say Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez out of office. 
I don't, that was a bad example. Let's just say hypothetically that a candidate came along and ran against, um, let's just say, Betty McCollum. If Betty McCollum was a cause celeb, or Ayanna Presley would be a great example. Charismatic Republican comes along in, uh, in the Detroit area, runs against, uh, he says, hey, this, this could be coming to your community and, and raises a ton of money. And, well, the Republican consulting class is more than happy to send staff to that district to soak up some of that fundraising money falling from the sky. There's a dark side to having a, a district that serves as a national fundraiser. And the light side, of course, is it does bring money to hopefully your Tyler Kistner campaigns to whichever candidate uh, comes out of, say, CD3 to run to, to run against Rotgut uh, Dean. By the way, I will be uh, moderating the forum uh, the town hall forum for the uh, three different candidates who are running in CD3 uh, for their nomination. I'll be there a week from Monday out at the YZ Middle, Middle School. I've been talking with some of the organizers there. I'm looking forward to this event big time. We're going to be talking with the three different candidates, any one of whom would be a huge improvement over Rotgut Dean. I mean, this is something you can say for just about every campaign out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll be out there campaigning for uh, whoever it wins, uh, to basically help the voters of CD3 decide on the eve of their convention who to send out to the polls, out on the campaign trail to run against Rotgut Dean and CD3. Uh, so to the extent that the fundraising helps that race and against likely Tyler Kistner, I mean, I don't know who else is running in CD2, but Tyler seems to be the front runner. And uh, I'm certainly impressed with the guy. Here's hoping that he has a, a clear path to November against Angie Craig because, boy, Getting her sent home packing would be one of the sweetest rewards of this whole electoral cycle. I mean, short of ushering Ilhan Omar and Betty McCollum into retirement, which is a lot to hope for. So, yes, fundraising, absolutely. But on the other hand, let's not go thinking that it's all about just raising money. I mean, it, we got to play to win in these districts here. We got to contest these districts. We have to contest. We have to start contesting every single vote in these districts. Something the statewide GOP is just plain terrible at. Their signs are getting better. I'm looking for a lot more out of the state GOP. Jack Tomzak coming up next. Thank you all for tuning in today. God bless you all. God bless America. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code RAIN. When it comes to investing in your house, do you want to know what one of the most confusing items there is to make decisions on? Windows. We are talking massive price swings, every salesperson telling you something vastly different, and very little useful information online, which opens the door for salespeople to overcharge you. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes, an expert on your side. I've worked with many of the top window brands and installers in the Twin Cities and can give you the pros and cons of each. That's what you get when you call me to stop by and measure your windows. We'll talk options that best fit your needs, whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, and you'll receive quotes from multiple contractors just a few days later. There's no obligation to buy, but if you do, I'll be there to help you write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, I provide the same free service for siding and roofing. Window lead times are extra long right now, so set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... 
My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.